Well, hello everyone. Good morning and welcome to Tarot Tuesday. I am Lisa. I am your host and welcome to my YouTube channel, the Buddhist Biohacker YouTube and my guest and colleague and friend and everything. Marlena is with us. Hey, Marlena. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm always so happy on Tower Tuesday. It's like my favorite day of the month. I'm like, today's the day. We're always excited in the inboxes. Eh? Yes, yes. And we are streaming live to Marlena's YouTube channel as well, which I think is Marlena Island Wise. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So yeah, don't forget to subscribe to Marlena's channel in addition to Buddhist Biohacker. Um, we are on both channels. And we love Tarot Tuesday. I've come to really love Tarot Tuesday. We're going to start to do this more often again, too. Don't worry. But I think Marlena and I both have had a lot of things going on outside of our Tarot worlds. But we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to move you into a new direction. We're pretty excited about it. So what we want to focus on today with our card readings is what is blocking you to achieving what you want, whether that's success or a, a job or a career change or a relationship or whatever. We want to hear where you're feeling blocked. And we're going to read the blocks because the whole goal of what Marlena and I do with our cards is really to help move you forward. And Marlena, I'll hand it to you to kind of share your own thoughts on this. Yeah, um, that's definitely something that I usually prioritize when I'm doing readings with people. I try to steer us away from like these yes or no questions or like specific predictive focused answer questions because I think tarot is such an important tool for helping us help ourselves. And I really love using readings for that purpose where it's like, yes, you can get some insight, but I feel like it's also fuel for, for personal development as well. And I really love the idea of using it as kind of like that little bit of perspective too, instead of telling you what's going to happen on whatever thing you're asking about, how to help you get to the conclusion that you want with what's mm -hmm. going to happen. And I just wanted to say in the intro, I was, I don't know if you could see me, I was sitting here shuffling my cards and one card popped out and which card was it? But the nine of cups. And we're talking about trying to release these blockages so that we can get to like this wish fulfillment stage and getting to the dreams that we want. So I was like, oh, there you go. The cards are on board. They know what the, what the motivation is today. But yeah, I just, I love to focus my readings on what we can do more empowerment as opposed to dictation for what's going to happen. So yeah. That's yeah, absolutely. I, I love the word empowerment, Marlena, because that's what it is. Like you create your life and any good psychic reader or tarot reader or intuitive, whatever you want to call them, whoever's reading your energy, what, what we're reading is your energy and what you're creating, <laughs> you know? And so that's what we're doing. And so Marlena and I just really feel like it's important for us to really share with you what is blocking you from creating what you want, because what does it matter what the outcome is? Because you create the outcome and you create the outcome, even if it's not what you want. I hate to tell you, but that's the truth of it. I mean, we bring things into our lives for one reason or another. And so this is great. And I see everybody's comments. So hi, everyone. We have such a big audience today. We love you guys so much. Um, and Karen said she had an experience. So I'm going to pull that up, I think, a little later here, Marlene. And we'll pull it up because it looks like she wrote about it in the app as well. Um, okay. Gwen and Hope and Graham Rising and Nadine and Claire and Karen and he Heather's here and Tracy. I mean, geez, Sherry, Sharon. Man, you guys are awesome. So yeah. I'm going to start with the very first. Let's see. Let me go back here because I think I saw the first block. Okay. So Claire, Peace, Love, and Magic said, um, I would love to know what's blocking me. She's the first person to post about a block. So I'm going to read her and then you can pick from there, Marlena. And I'm using my Beyond Lemuria deck today. Um, I had such a powerful download from the Ashtar Galactic Federation yesterday. It was so powerful. If you missed my YouTube live, go watch it. It's so good. Um, and it's so, it was just so like, whew, I was like on fire. So I really wanted to use these cards today and that's what I'm going to use. So I'm going to pull for Claire. Okay. I'm going to pull for Hope because I see she said something about a relationship block. So we're going to look at that. Okay. 
Oh, wow. Okay. All right, so Claire, you asked what's blocking you. The card I pulled was Starseed Elemental. Look how cute she is. <laughs> so cute. So, so cute. And you know, this card says it's all about children being teachers and being with children can be fun. It says adulting can be too serious. Um, and uh, it says right now, powerful souls are incarnating on Earth to help with the progression of the planet. Um, and it talks about the children coming into the world. But the main thing I get from this, Claire, is not having enough fun. You know, it's so easy to get intense and serious about our work, especially when we're on mission, right? Like when we're on mission, it's like, I have to do this and I do this too. And I'm a Scorpio on mission. So God help us. I'm like very intense. And this is like about having fun. And about, it, you know, it talks a lot about spending time with children, but I think this is really about having fun. But I also get a hit, um, Claire, about some kind of art course for children for you to create as well, something within your work that you're creating for children too. But um, really your block, I think, is getting too serious. We get too serious and we get into our emo state, as my kids would say. <laughs> You know, I got to tell you a funny story. You guys like this story. I have to tell this. So we got chickens and they're so cute. And the chickens came from the kids school. And my oldest stepdaughter was saying that when they had chickens in class, they named one of their chickens Shadow. And my littlest, who's eight, said, why would you name a chicken Shadow? And she's like, emo vibes. <laughs> and I just an emo chicken and I just think it's so funny because it really like she says things sometimes at eight and you're like what how do you even know this like how do you even know this language anyway so maybe you've got too many emo vibes Claire and it's time to get into the light and into the rainbows and play with some kids and have some fun and you know when this comes up for me like I have on my my little pony sweatshirt today like this I know. And this is the way to like bring our own inner child and joy and everything in here. So I think that's your message for today. So there you go, Claire. <laughs> She's crying. Lots of love. Oh, I love you. Okay. So sorry. I'm still thinking about emo chicken. Um, <laughs> I pulled, I pulled a couple of cards for you. The first one I thought was really interesting. So I pulled initially for you asking about your relationship block. And then I see you asked, um, with your blocks holding you back from success and in your love relationship as well. And I feel like this initial card that came up applies to both. Um, and you got build in breaks, right? And this is from stage three, which is refusal of the call when it comes to the hero's journey. And basically this is after you, you know what normal life is like you kind of get this call to adventure where you see that there is just the potential for more, the potential for greatness, for magic, whatever you want to call it. You're awakened to this possibility that this is out there and there's an opportunity for you to take part in it. Maybe it's not something that's immediate, but the journey it's that, that off to begin. Now, the next stage is the refusal of the call because most people's reaction is as exciting as it sounds. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm a normal girl. No, I can't do that. I, I, I don't want to leave me alone. Pick another chosen one. And so that's a normal phase for people to go through. And that's kind of what's going on energetically when it comes to your success and to romantic relationships as well, where it's you've been awakened to the possibility of something more, right? This could be lasting love. This could be the possibility that your dreams do come true. But in order to get there, there's this risk. You have to go on the journey. You have to cross the threshold. And once you've taken that step, there's no going back. So, I mean, obviously, if you get married, you can get divorced, but you can never have never been married again. You know what I mean? You've still at some point been married. And so it's like when you're in this position, it almost feels like you've heard the call and your immediate desire is you want to do the thing, but you just want to skip to the end where you get the thing. Um, or it's like you've heard the story from other people. And because when we hear success stories, we hear the overnight success. And we don't really hear how, yeah, I mean, they went from 500 followers to, to 3,000 overnight. 
but they worked for five years before that happened. It's just, we don't usually hear that part of the story. And so when we say build in breaks and saunter slowly, it says, sometimes you don't feel like showing up and that's, okay. sometimes you wanna quit and that's okay. Sometimes you just wanna hide your head under the covers and that's okay too. Resistance is part of the journey. However, where the hero takes the nap then keeps going, the ordinary person simply gives up. It's not that the hero does never fantasize about quitting, eating a tub of ice cream and throwing their commitment off a hundred story building, oh yeah. But the hero builds in space for resistance without having to burn any bridges. The hero takes breaks, paces themselves, and allows resistance to join the epic journey because it's coming whether you want it to or not. Resistance, as challenging as it may be, has a right to be there, but it doesn't have to stop you from moving forward on your hero's journey. And so this is a, a quote that comes with this card. It says, don't power walk. Saunter slowly in the sun, eating chocolate, and carry a blanket so you can take a nap. And so the mantra is, this is a journey, not a sprint. So I build in breaks and reward myself along the way. And so just to expand on this a little bit more when it comes to the romantic situation, I, I see she's saying that she was divorced twice from the same man. And it makes sense because the card that you got is the Four of Wands reversed. And the Four of Wands is often a card that's associated with weddings, with marriages. And when I was looking at it, I was like, there's some kind of, uh, not, nece not necessarily imbalance, but there, there's something that's out of whack when it comes to your perception of marriage or, or weddings. In and so it's like you're entering these romantic relationships or when you're dealing with them, there's a resistance when it comes to the laying down of the foundations perhaps for the fear of what's happened with this in the past. And it's the same thing when you get the Ace of Wands reversed where it's like you want to begin, but there's still that kind of blockage there. And I think it's because you're expecting to kind of skip forward into this next part again when it's really just taking your time the fact that you're making moves on the journey, that you're taking the steps to move forward is the important thing. It's not necessarily that your friend met someone in February and they got engaged in October. So because you've been dating someone for a month longer, that must mean that you're behind. Like that's, that's the kind of thing that might be getting us tripped up here is that it's kind of like either we skip to the end or it's not working at all. So yeah, it's just having to kind of slow down and, and reframe the, the beliefs around what marriage has to be. Like maybe it's time to reanalyze some of our, our beliefs surrounding marriage and what works for us. And yeah, that's, that's what I got for you. I hope that was helpful. I love that so much. And um, I pulled for Grand Rising. Grand Rising said that they, that they felt that their, uh, her husband or her ex-husband, I think, and her daughter are blocking her. They have toxicity. And girl, this is like very intense. <laughs> so the card I pulled for you is Harmonic Flight. And you can see just how incredible the imagery is on this card. And let's talk about this, Grand Rising. <laughs> so... There's one sentence in here I want to read first, which is what you see in the eyes of another is a reflection of yourself. So the ugly hard work here is recognizing that the toxicity that you see in them also exists in you or you wouldn't see it. And it doesn't always manifest the same. You know, you may not have the same symptoms or experiences or, or, or toxic programs, but you still have the essence of that, you know? So it's really looking at what am I being invited to see? What is happening in this toxicity that I'm being invited to see? But then go, there's a lot here to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. Um, <laughs> people are seeking their twin flame. As life-changing, world-rocking, and unfathomably beautiful finding this soul can be, it is quite possibly one of the most intensely confronting, trigger-provoking, and painful connections we can have. So true. So true. Um, so I, I want to say this, Grand Rising. It feels to me like I, I get a few like insights for you. One is for some reason, the block, going back to the block, your your ex and your daughter, how, how is their toxicity blocking you? I believe that until you work through the, the mirror that is coming up in these relationships, you're not 
going to bring in the your beloved and the, and the soul flame connection that you want because you're still working on the lessons from those two mirrors right now. So even though that person is your ex, they're still reflecting to you things to work on or things to see. So that's the first thing is I feel like the toxicity is blocking you from bringing in relationships. And it's not just about a life partner. It's bringing in friendships, any kind of relationships into your life that are healthy and don't carry the essence of the toxicity or, or some kind of mirror fragment. It's like when you take a mirror and you shatter it into a hundred pieces, all those little pieces are different people in your life. Right. And so until you deal with like the mirror, that, that fragment that's coming from your ex, it's going to be really hard to not bring in that same mirror in a different way. They may have a different addiction or they may have a different toxic pattern, but the pattern is literally the same thing, even if it looks different on the outside. Um, so that's one kind of piece I'm getting from this. The other piece I'm getting from this is to look at what you're being invited to see in their toxic patterns. What is in them that also exists in me, both good and bad? And, you know, what do I learn from this? What am I supposed to learn from this? What am I experiencing from this? So that's another thing. The other thing that comes up is it says um, there, this is the, this card represents the divine we see when we look deeply into the eyes of another and our armor drops, when we meet another being present in the moment with no stories, judgments, or insecurities. And I think that this is a call to action. This is another layer of this card for you, is this is a call to action for you to see them as source itself, as the witness, to look at both your daughter and your ex as the divine that is within them, that is also within you. Because so, so it's two, two aspects here. You, it's at inviting you to see their light. It's also inviting you to see their dark, which in turn tells you about your own light and your own dark and the qualities to work with. Because we only see the qualities in someone else that we are in fact working in ourselves at that time. So that is a whole lot of information about your block. But I would say, number one, see the divine in them. Number two, look at what this is inviting you to see about your own toxicity in your life. And number three, as you work on healing that, I think you're going to bring in relationships that are healthy and, and are profound. So hopefully that helps. And somebody was asking, these cards are beautiful. This deck is the Lemurian, Beyond Lemuria deck. Mm -hmm. It's so oh, I love it. And this card is <laughs> I get like a step closer to just popping it in my cart. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, don't do it. <laughs> I get it. Okay. I have this card for Sherry. Um, she wanted to look at her blocks um, in both her finances and her um, romantic relationships or just relationships in general. And so this time I pulled two hero's journey cards, um, one for finances and one for relationships. And I think that these are really um, insightful because I feel like they're in two different stages of what needs to be worked through um, when we're looking at the hero's journey. So with your financial blockage, you're in the call to adventure stage, right? So like we said, you have your ordinary life and then you have the call to adventure. So you're in this position now where there's that realization that I can do, we're in a world, we're in a time now where you can do what you want to do and be able to support yourself doing it. Like theoretically, we have the internet, you can put yourself out there and you can support yourself and be your own boss, right? That's possible in 2021. But with the call to adventure, you still have to go on the journey. And so the card you got was you are invited. Suit up, show up and open up, okay? And so the message is, feel the gentle tap on your shoulder. Notice the golden ticket in your hand and see the red carpet leading to your highest destiny rolled out before you. You've been cordially invited to show up to the party with your unique gifts, talents, experience, perspective, joy, humor, and sense of adventure. On this hero's journey, you are an honest. You don't have to figure out how this will go. You don't have to weigh the pros and cons or create a cost-benefit analysis. Instead, leap. Build your wings as you go and trust that even if you fall, you will be falling forward. Even if you stumble and fumble, it will be into the ecstasy of expansion. And the mantra is, I am honored to have been given a golden ticket to participate in my best life. And so to me, what this blockage is really discussing here is the worthiness aspect. Um, 
whether or not you feel like you're worthy of, of the, the financial things that you're looking for, whether you feel like you're deserving to be at the party. So this could also be a little bit of that imposter syndrome that's leading to that hesitancy to really put yourself out there. But the reason why I think of worthiness is that you have the ticket. And what's being repeated multiple times is like, you've been invited, you've been invited. Somebody wants you here. And in the same sense that somebody needs to hear what your message is. And what's really important with this call to adventure is that this worthiness is getting, is blocking your way, getting your way, putting yourself out there and really just communicating with people and thinking of more like if we're going to compare it to a party, instead of thinking, well, I don't want to pitch myself to everyone at the party. Like that's really tacky. Don't pitch yourself to the people at the party. Just get to know the guests. Right. And that's kind of the, the angle that you might want to look at your finances through right now, where it's, Instead of thinking of it as, am I good enough to do this or talk to so-and-so, just think of it as getting to know people, getting to try new things, and shifting that perspective from a place of, am I worthy enough, to a sense of curiosity, to, to being adventurous, to, to saying, what can go right, and being at it that way, or what can I learn from the situation, and building that self-trust within yourself where like in any conversation we have with people, there's going to be a hiccup at some point. That's natural communication saying that if I get to that hiccup where I say the wrong thing, we're going to laugh it off and we'll move on. And they'll be like, ah, she's human as we all are. So just letting it have a little bit more levity in the moment and reminding yourself again, you are invited. And so there's, there's a reason that you're at this party. There's a reason that you're at this stage where you're having this opportunity to, to have this financial independence. It's not an accident. You're here for a reason and you're in this stage for a reason. Now, when it comes to your romantics, you got discover your superpower, access 100% of your mojo. And this card in particular, it's in the supreme ordeal stage when it comes to the hero's journey. So this is a deep blockage that we're working through right now. And I think, honestly, it goes back a long time because intuitively, just looking at this picture, it gives me a lot of kind of connecting with that inner child vibe where there needs to be some connection with the old self, but also seeing this as your current self looking up to your higher self. So it's just, it's kind of going through a few different versions of yourself, but pulling it all together and seeing the value that's in that. So messages, you are infinitely powerful, wise, strong, and blessed. Yet you've only taken conscious ownership of about 5% of your natural inheritance. Without realizing it, most of your power has been relegated to your shadow cave. As a kid, you may have been shunned, teased, ostracized, or spanked for demonstrating certain behaviors or feelings. Consequently, you labeled those characteristics bad and deleted them from your playlist. But nothing is ever truly deleted. It's just disowned for a while and relegated to a cloud or cave. Eventually, these characteristics will break into dreams or enter our waking life at inopportune moments. At its core, every shadow is beautiful and useful. In fact, within your biggest, scariest shadow is your superpower in disguise. When anything that has been cut off escapes from your shadow cave, it will lunge forth with bangs if given the chance. Instead of trying to outrun it, quicken your transformation by standing still and exploring what is worthy and noble about these aspects of yourself. If you can't do this on your own, invite an ally to hold your hand to discover the beauty and usefulness of your shadow. As you do this, you will find your shadow is no longer a shadow, but mojo that can empower your quest. And so the mantra is, with curiosity, I discover the treasures of my shadow and let them empower me. So again, when it comes to this card and we're looking at relationships, I think a might be you might be dealing with, with relationships right now is accepting all of the parts of yourself and resisting the urge to, out of habit, self-betray because that's what you felt like you had to do in the past to receive love. So just kind of slowing down a little bit and telling each of those parts of yourself that you love them and realizing that, that all of you is going to be part of the relationship and just trying to get to that space where instead of seeing yourself as having things that you tolerate about yourself, that there, there's all, it's like your unique selling point in relationships. It's what makes you you and then you don't have to apologize for being yourself that's that's what i think yeah i love it oh that's awesome and michelle michelle krantz big black i'm not worthy of love or a successful career i enjoy and you know what the card i pulled for you was endless opportunities oh my gosh, wow. yeah and 
one of the big things it says is to let go of outdated limitations. And so it's interesting because the message of this card, you said your block is that you're not worthy of love or a successful career. And I would say that is a limitation that's outdated and may not even be the real limitation that's going on because this card speaks to a whole different set of limitations that you might be putting on yourself. It says decisions, decisions, and opportunities. Sometimes indecision can be so hard, it's almost suffocating. The more we use our minds to battle the pros and cons, the more we move out of our hearts. The best way forward is to step back and do what it takes to get out of your head and into your body so your gut can tell you which way to go. When making a choice, you may consider anything that doesn't feel like a total yes as a total no. Perhaps none of the apparent options are right. Or any choice could be the right one. When faced with a decision, check where your integrity lies. Peel back the layers to see where you're making your choices from. Are you choosing from fear-based survival or a place of love? It talks about when you choose to step forward boldly, it takes courage, but you'll discover a place of trust. Rather than staying small or hiding or running away, you'll expand yourself to growth. What if everything you wanted was right there in front of you? Make the most important decision to let go of these outdated limitations. What could be the worst that happens? And the other thing it says here in the other meaning is you have options and opportunities that you may not have realized. The universe wants to give you what you want. You just have to choose it. While you sit on the fence, your experiences are diluted or confusing. Choose your life from a place of heart, compassion, and integrity. So when you talk about this block of love or a career, I would ask yourself, is it that you don't think you are worthy of it? Or is it that you've decided that it has to look a certain way to be worthy of it? Because I think if that's the deeper root here is what this card is speaking to is you have all these opportunities. You have all these options, whether it's the love or the career, there's all these options in front of you. And the overthinking the options is where the unworthiness is coming in. It's saying, oh, well, this option, I'm not worthy. This option, maybe they're not worthy for me, right? Like we're you're pinning expectations on the options. So the, the very short answer is it's an overthinking mm. to lead you to feeling unworthy versus just getting in your heart because your heart is source. So your heart isn't going to feel unworthy, right? Mm. Like your heart's not going to go there. And so what I would recommend is I would really do what it says. I would get in your body, like really ground into the body, clear out the mind chatter and get into the heart space and really ask what it is that you want. Because, and, and this is my great example. I love this example. I used to use this, oh my God, so long ago in my twenties, Marlene, I'm not even kidding. This is like old, old example. If you called Pizza Hut right now and you said, I'm hungry, I want a pizza. And they say, well, what do you want on it? And you say, well, I don't know. You just pick for me. Whatever you want is fine. Are you going to get what you want? <laughs> but if you call pizza and you say, I want a medium hand tossed pepperoni pizza with extra cheese and low sauce or whatever, you're going to get exactly what you want. And we make this mistake with manifestation all the time. We make this mistake all the time because mm -hmm. And that's where the unworthiness comes in. Well, I'm not worthy. You know, just give me what you think I should have because I don't know if yeah. I should have that career or that man or that thing or whatever it is you want. I don't know. Whatever the universe wants me to have is fine, right? They don't know what to freaking give you. Like, what are the, what's the universe going to give you, man? You're not placing an order. Like, you're, you're literally just saying, oh, whatever. And, and that's where our mind gets in the way because we start overthinking everything instead of saying, no, this is what I want. And I'm clear on what I want. Why we don't get clear on what we want is because we're not in our heart. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm shouting, but I don't have my microphone on today. So I feel like, but anyway, so just get in the heart and order what you want and don't think about it. Just do it. And I think you're going to find that you're going to create what it is you actually want. That was 
that's yeah you don't want to hit randomize on a life partner <laughs> that's gonna lead to problems <laughs> totally yeah great i hope that was that was helpful for me dang all right um so our next one i pulled uh, a few cards for gwen who was saying that her blockage she feels is related to her confidence and i i pulled a couple of very interesting cards for you so the first one you got um, is from the Hero's Journey deck, and it's a splendid torch, and it says blaze brightly. Um, and so the message is, reflect upon your hero's journey and recognize that you are more yourself now than you've ever been. There's more where that came from. After all, the end of one journey is the beginning of the next. But before you embark upon your next adventure, take a moment to acknowledge yourself for participating in this quest and for keeping your eternal flame of purpose burning bright. At this point, you don't have to wait for others to light your fire because the permission you need has already been granted. Know that true joy comes from being a splendid torch that lights the way for others. The mantra is, I know how to light myself on fire and I burn brightly as a celebration of life. Now, initially when I pulled that card, I was like, that's interesting. You know, you're asking about what your, your confidence block is. And then you have this card, which is actually at the end of the deck and this is the return with the elixir. So you're toward the end of this journey now and you've learned the lessons and come back with whatever the magical instrument was. And I think what this really is implying to me is that the blockage here is, is not that there's a problem inherently in you with, with your confidence, but that your basis, your thoughts around confidence and visibility are relying on an older version of yourself that hasn't gone through all of this stuff yet. So you're already at a point now where you can be confident and you can trust yourself, but perhaps your ideas of what confidence is, is outdated or was colored by someone who hadn't gone through the journey that you went through. So maybe they were someone who thought that confidence equaled being conceited or narcissistic. And it's not, that's not the same thing. It's much easier if you, if you pause and ask yourself to define confidence if you find yourself saying, well, yeah, it's conceit, it's it's narcissism, someone else might say it's self-trust, it's, um, you know, belief in yourself, and it's, it's visibility. And so when I look at these cards, I really do think that it's something that was perhaps told to you by someone else, um, because the cards that are coming up here, for you to be at this point where you've already gone through a journey, right? So you've done things, you've learned lessons. These cards have a lot to do with feeling like you're not in control of what you create in your life. Like you don't feel like you can manifest things. You don't feel like you're connected or, or you can trust your intuition. And they're not in alignment. So it makes me feel like someone at some point told you the world is the way that it is and you can't do anything about it. And so it just started kind of weigh on your confidence. But it's not that you don't have a reason to be confident. It's someone else's views that were kind of pressed upon you. And I think it was someone who was kind of afraid of taking a risk of taking an adventure of seeing new things. Um, they were someone who basically felt like the world gives you what it gives you. You're not going to be able to change things because the magician is someone who can create change from the small things. That's the big thing with the magician is that he's not expecting to have the completed uh, or the best version of the raw materials available. He just needs the most basic minute pieces to get started and let it snowball. But if you were in a position where someone was telling you to have no impact on what happens, um, you can't trust yourself because, of course, the high priestess is about being connected, having that intuitive connection, being able to slow down and really make wise decisions. Someone was telling you that you don't have access to these things, but the Splendid Torch is saying, yes, you do, and you've already shown your ability. So I think the block for you is really going to be about sitting down and asking yourself when it comes to confidence what are the definitions that I've created for myself and what are the things that other people had defined confidence for me? How many of these things are things that people said about me that first of all, might not have had anything to do with you. It have been someone who was manipulative. It might've just been someone who was sad, but especially if it was someone who was manipulative, it's a control tactic. It's not true. So it's really about slowing down and saying, these are, these are not in alignment. I've done amazing things. I'm a good person. I continue to grow. I deserve to be confident. I can trust myself because I have helped myself in the past. And it's not its not the end of the world to take adventures. Adventure is supposed to be fun. Like you can see how much fun she's having there. Exploring is great. And you can see that these the colors of these match even. You've got this kind of like sacral chakra going on and taking more of that creative power in your life and realizing that these cards should be right side up for you. 
Okay, so you can make the small changes in your life. Well, big changes, starting with small things. And you can trust your inner voice. You can slow down and say, my intuition is always looking out for me. I make wise decisions. When I slow down, I make good choices and start from there. I think confidence in a rush can get you in trouble. But if you're someone who is calm and confident, that's a good thing. So good. That's so good. I could listen to you talk all day, Marlena. So good. So I pulled for Jackie, who said she has a block in her career. And the card I pulled was sacral chakra, the core of creation. And the message uh, within this card is, this is the ecstatic moment of conception for a project or a new life. Let yourself drop into passion with whatever you are birthing into the world and with whomever you're choosing to co-create with. So this is about co-creation. So when you say, oh, I have a block in my career and this card comes up, I would say that the block is about what you're creating. Sometimes we create blocks. We create blocks because we don't really want to go do something. <laughs> so maybe you don't want to do the career piece of your life right now, or maybe there's something about your career you don't want to do. And so you're just creating the block. And so what I, what I would recommend from looking at this is you have the ability to create the kind of career that you want. So I would ask yourself first off, why am I not creating it? What is holding me back? And then the second thing that I would do is really light that internal fire. This is all about sexuality and sensuality and orange and this is your sacral chakra. So I would really light a fire within yourself about what is it you're really passionate about? Like go do what you're passionate about. My gut feeling is you want to do something that in fact you think you can't do. So you're creating, you're, you don't want to create a journey into something you don't want to do, but you also are scared to create what it is you want. Therefore you're blocked. That's what I'm reading about it. And my sense is create, what you're passionate about, what you really want to do, the, the blocks will fall away and the, the path will open up for you to go do that thing because you're not, the, the block that's, I guess what I'm trying to say is your block is coming from you because you don't want to do this thing, whatever it is with your career. So stop trying to create it because you're not creating it. You're actually fighting against it. So you're creating this like friction and tension instead of just saying, you know what? I don't want anything to do with that. So I'm going to create what I want for my life and for my career. So I would take the risk. I'd say, yes, I'd go after what you're passionate about, what you think you want to do and find your way through it. You don't have to know all the answers today, but just find your way through on the path. And I think you're going to get to a place where you're really happy and doing something you really love rather than being stuck. You're stuck. You're not actually stuck. You're, you're creating a stuckness because you don't want to go where everybody else is telling you to go, where you think you're supposed to go, or the program's telling you to go, the tape's playing in your head, wherever it's coming from, you don't want to do it, which is why it's not happening. So stop trying to do it and go do what you actually want to do. <laughs> that was long-winded. <laughs> I get it though. I was able to follow it. <laughs> I hear it. That was good. Mm. Okay. So Sharon wanted to know what's blocking her from being her true self in a relationship. And I, I pulled a few um, interesting cards for you. One of them, the most important one, I think, is that the stage that you're in right now when it comes to you and relationships is the reward phase. So you are in a space right now where good things are, are energetically around you. So if you're with this person, then you know, the energy is on the up and up with that person. And if you're single, then you're in a space right now where you do have the room to find something healthy. So the first card you got was stop and take in the view, take stock of the treasures you've earned. So I think really when we're talking initially about this blockage and, it, and talking about what's blocking you from being your true self in a relationship, the mantra for this card is there is no there, there, there's only here, here. And I think 
what what this is saying when it comes to a blockage for ourselves and and you know what we project in a relationship as we're you know acting to be we only get in that space when we're kind of projecting ourselves into the future with this person anyway because if you were living really presently with them then you would just authentically be yourself because if they're not receptive to who you are right now then it's just not going to work but if you're already in the space where you want to do this thing with them five, six months from now, then you start processing things in, well, how will they react if I act this way? Will they still want to be if I act this way? And so the advice here is not to get ahead of yourself in the journey with people, because when you're trying to get ahead of yourself, you don't really give them the opportunity to get to know you, and you don't give yourself the opportunity to get to know them either, because if you're not presenting yourself in all of its truth, they might surprise you. They might prefer your authenticity. They hopefully prefer your authenticity. To, to whatever is being projected. And if they don't, that's a good thing because then you get the clear sign that this is not someone who's compatible with you. Um, but it's really about slowing down in your journey. Stop and take in the view because it's also about not rushing the phases of relationships, right? Each of them have their own purpose and they're there for a reason. And so when we slow down a little bit more and we're not immediately dreaming about wedding bills or, or where this could go in the future, we allow these things to develop organically and we give ourselves time to figure out, do I even like this person as opposed to creating a fantasy bond by getting too far ahead in the future with them? It lets you slow down. And when you're coming at this space of, do I like them? How do I feel about them as a person? It puts you more in a position of, are they compatible with me as opposed to trying to shape yourself around whether or not you'll be compatible with them. I hope that makes sense. I know it was a lot of run on sentences, but I hope that's clear. Um, and so when I'm looking at these cards, uh, I also got, you got the Queen of Pentacles reversed. So I feel like there's this kind of imbalance in the way that you present yourself when it comes to being caring and reliable, maybe even mothering, um, that it's kind of not necessarily grounded in, in the way that you, you put it out there. Like it might be that you're very concerned about seeming like you're reliable and that you're a good carer. Um, but when you present that way, it can feel imbalanced because people can take advantage of that very quickly, especially if you're like that right out the gate. They're not appreciative of it. They just expect it. And that can get tricky, especially if you're not naturally that way. It can get exhausting and draining. And they not they don't appreciate it because it's always been that way. Now, the other two cards is I feel like this blockage is stemming from a place of just fear when it comes to relationships, fearing that if I don't do this this way, it's not going to work out. Like, I'm scared it's going to be the nightmare. It's not going to work out. I have to project this way or they won't like me. But the truth of it is, is first of all, with this card, I hope you can see the white bird on, on the upper edge. The nine of swords is very often about our fears in relation to things, but it's not necessarily an omen that that is how it's going to be. It's just that it's very stressful for you right now and it's mentally overwhelming. But very often you have that protection. You have that special. Oh no, I don't know if it's me that froze or Marlena that froze. We'll see here. Was it me that froze or Marlena that froze? <laughs> oh no. Oh no, I'm messaging her right now, telling her she froze. Oh, she's gone. She'll be back, I promise. <laughs> While she's gone, to be continued on that, um, I did pull a card for Karen. And Karen, you were saying that you were distracted from meditation. And within that distraction, you think that it's also blocking your ability to find a career. And the card I pulled for you is alignment. And I love this card so much because it's really so epic. Um, and uh, okay, Marlena's writing me right now. She's coming back. She had to restart her computer. So she's coming back. But anyway, so I pulled alignment for you, Karen. And I just want to share a few things from this. So Inner integrity, being a vibrational match for what you want to bring into your life, 
manifesting from a place of love over fear, energy flows where attention goes, subconscious sabotage, and seamlessly actualizing our dreams. So Karen, I actually have, there's like several messages that come through when I look at these meanings. So first and foremost, I feel that you're in a space where you're still aligning with your higher path and purpose. And because you're still working on aligning yourself to that higher path and purpose, bringing in a career, it's not quite time yet. So I wouldn't push the envelope on it until you feel like you're really centered in where you're at and where you want to go, because otherwise you're going to attract some kind of um, job or career that maybe you didn't want to bring in, if that makes sense. So number one is getting aligned. Number two, what comes out is the subconscious sabotage. So all those distractions to keep you from meditating is absolutely subconscious sabotage. And we all do that. You know, when we meditate or we try to meditate, it's so easy to get just all sorts of distractions. So my advice to you is rather than trying to meditate, you know, trying to like go into a meditative state, what I would recommend, Karen, is I would actually go in instead and <clears throat> I would just go into the body. Like feel your feet, maybe feel your bones on your arms, like do more of a somatic experiential <clears throat> meditation where you're actually going into the body and, and checking in with yourself in the body um, because that helps to clear the distractions. It helps to disconnect from the mind. It helps you to get into your heart space. When all of that stuff shows up for you, then it's easier for you to really meditate and look at what's in alignment with you as well. Um, this also says, you know, it's about we can manifest the life that we wish to call in. Um, however, if our desires are not happening as we hope, um, remember that energy goes where attention flows. And so I think it's also important to think, you know, where is your attention really at? And this goes back to the career space. So my, my overall read of your career space, Karen, is it feels like you're just not quite baked yet. <laughs> you know, you're going through a growth period and a transition and a lot of energy shifts. And because you're not quite baked yet, you're not quite sure what to bring in that's really aligned with your higher self and what your mission and purpose is on the planet. So my sense is um, all of the distractions is, you know, if you get in there and you really see maybe this, this transition time will be over. Um, so there might be a little bit of fear about that, but I guess overall what I would recommend for you is to take a nice deep breath, get into the body, clear the space. Don't worry about bringing the career in yet. Instead, I would just worry about getting really grounded into the body and allow yourself to become aligned with who you are and where you're at. And here comes Marlena. So that's perfect timing. So there you go, Karen. Hello. Hi. <laughs> my computer froze. It's never oh. done that before. Oh my goodness. It's okay. It's so you know, sometimes we have technical things on the lives, especially when we're doing spiritual work. So no worries. Yeah. I just read Karen while you were there. But if you want to finish your thought. <laughs> Where did you lose me? Like, I don't need, I just looked up at one point and I was like, oh, okay, great. Um, I think I was talking about the Nine of Swords. Yes, yes. Okay, so it, it can seem scary, but it's really about having that trust that perhaps your mind is making more of it than it needs to. So, of course, we get we can get very hyperactive about our faults and we hyperanalyze ourselves, and we might be making a bigger deal out of, out of certain things we perceive to be flaws when really they might just be things that make us us, and they're very interesting. Um, and I was saying that I think a lot of this is rooted in a past relationship and that someone else perhaps been messing with your self-interest, your self, uh, I can't even talk now, your self-image, and that it's kind of stuck with you a little bit and you felt like you had to present a version of yourself for that person to love you, and you're kind of carrying it forward into other relationships, and it doesn't have to be that way. So, yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, I, I went through Karen and I just pulled okay. a card 
word for Mary. So Mary was talking about her blocks to success and wondering where they're coming from. And so Mary, I love so much. So the card I pulled for you, Mary, is the infinite. Wow. I know, they're so pretty. The infinite. And the message on the card says, the beings in Lemuria are said to have lived for many hundreds of years. As they were only partially incarnated, their bodies were much lighter and less affected by aging. They were also aware of their infinite nature. The Lemurians were multidimensional beings and regularly traversed realms other than the physical, including places before and after death. As we become aware that we are so much more than our physical bodies, we experience a sense of the eternal. Thus, the fear around death gives way to recognizing new beginnings. So we remember what is real and focus on what we wish for in life. You may feel, so this is your message, Mary, you may feel like you have led many lives and expressed many different faces to the world. We can experience many mini deaths and rebirths as we allow outdated parts of ourselves to fall away. When we choose to align our lives with spirit, we find we experience more of these mini deaths. They can be daunting, but are fast tracking our growth to prepare us for the shining new chapter that beckons. This card of rebirth can appear after challenges that have required surrender. You have arrived at a beginning now. Revel in your newfound inner freedom. Blockages have fallen away. Doors are opening and opportunities are there to step into. Stretch your wings and see how far they can reach. Rise from the ashes, born anew and ready for a new cycle. Celebrate and honor the road that brought you here and prepare to take flight with the tools you have gathered through your elevation process. So that's awesome. And it says so much that I don't need to say um, about rebirth and newness and death and all these things. But what I do want to say is when we step, this is so powerful. I'm getting goosebumps all over my body. So I know this isn't me speaking. When we as spiritual beings step into mission, success does not look linear anymore. So what I get for you, Mary, and this is really for all of us, because I can feel it like deep inside my cells right now while I'm talking is don't forget that as we leave our linear experience and step more fully into our light bodies and into our mission as light workers, that our success is going to look different and feel different and become different for ourselves. And it's a great reminder, even for me, you know, because I have those same struggles, like I'm human too. And it's like, well, where's all the success, you know, but what, what does it really look like? Because the success may not be seen on these physical planes and not to say you won't be successful, Mary, because I have no doubt you will. Um, but I just want to share that message. And I also get for you, Mary, that you were in this like death and rebirth of yourself and your work and who you are and where you're headed. And what I get too is that not only are you at this new chapter, just like it's saying, it's saying, you know, you're at a new beginning. You've just been through this hard mini death. You know, you're in this new beginning. But I feel like you're going to see more expansiveness and success in the linear now than you've ever seen before because you are fully baked. You are aligned. You are clear. You're ready. You know what your mission is. You know what you came here to do. And it's time to just unleash it. So that's what I get for, for Mary. Love it. I love that. All right. So I pulled a couple of cards for Eve. But you know what I just realized? Did you read for the person above Mary? Um, let me look here. Oh, no, I didn't. I'll pull for okay. her. Uh, okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. So Eve, I pulled card. She said, what do I need to do or clear to bring my beloved into my life now? So the blockage that came up with that one is where you are is where it's at. Stay still until you are divinely moved. 
So the message is, when you feel resistance, it might mean you're not up to the task. Then again, it might mean that you are up to the task, but don't realize your own strength. Resistance sometimes serves to preserve your energy and keep you safe. Without resistance, you might maniacally say yes to everything, perhaps for fear of missing out. But right where you are is holy ground. From a quantum physics perspective, you are already everywhere and everyone and everything is within you. When you realize this, it can be no fear of missing out because you are already where it's at. Honor the spirit of resistance and know it will be with you through every step of your hero's journey. You've done enough inner work to know the difference between a yes and a no. It's wise to pause and consider your choices and actions with respect to your available energy, schedule, and resources. Um, so the mantra is, I move when moved. Until then, I revel in the deliciousness of the present moment. What I get from this when it comes to a blockage is maybe a little uh, counterintuitive if you're thinking about it this way, but for them to say where you are is where it's at, I think your blockage might actually have to do with perhaps a, a habit of chasing. Um, and even though that seems active, it might be coming from a place of feeling like you only have a window of time or feeling like you have to convince this person quick before they realize what's going on. It's still coming from a place of perhaps not feeling like this connection is authentic because if you feel like the connection's authentic, there shouldn't necessarily be a rush to move forward because that would have to in some way imply that you feel like that other person is going to go somewhere else or choose someone else. And that would mean that you're not equally interested, which is not something that you want. So for this to be your, your advice here and this insight to your blockage, I would say what you would do right now is with any of these interactions that you're going through, any of these potential new suitors really come from it place of allowing them to show you who they are, as opposed to you kind of pitching yourself as, as a potential mate. Like this would be the position where, and, and I hate to, you know, simplify in the sense of like chase or be chased or whatever. I, I don't like saying things like that, but in the sense of allowing them to show you who they are and you have to give people time to show you who they are sometimes. Um, even if it's just giving them time to speak, they'll very often kind of give hints about who they are early on. But if you're so much in a rush to just get things started, you might just breathe past some red flags. and. So this is saying to me right now that you are in a space where you have options because like I said, this is after you've heard the call of adventure because this is in the refusal of the call. So there are options around you, but it's going to be about making mindful choices, being deliberate, taking your time and allowing people to, to show you their level of interest as opposed to kind of trying to project your level onto them or, or kind of demanding an explanation. I feel like the second we have to like demand that people tell us how they feel about us or something like that, that's already telling you something. So coming at it from a place of patience is going to be good. And if you're the kind of person where normally you're into this habit of just checking in on people or, you know, how are you doing? I had fun on our date and you just didn't call. So I wanted to, you know, if you're that kind of person who's like, oh, well, I just want to check on them. I just want to see how they're doing. The advice here is to channel this energy back into yourself in the time being while you're in this space of letting people show you who they are, that you spend this time doing something that only benefits you, that's going to help you become a better person or help you become better at your craft, whatever your passion is. It could be something that's repetitive. Um, it can be something that uh, is creative. It, it doesn't have to be something that's you know work-based, but it's something that's going to require patience and attention. And so when you find your energy kind of wanting to chase, wanting to check on them, wanting to say like, don't forget about me to that person, instead, bring that energy back to yourself and say, okay, let's not forget about us. How can we put this energy back into us today? And what's going to end up happening is, first of all, you're going to seem more like an ideal person to be around because you seem more selective, because you're slowing down. And second of all, you're just going to improve in general because you're going to have so much of that excess energy that would otherwise be leached um, coming back into yourself because it can be a very easy energy drain when we do that habitually with lots of different people. That's so much energy over time that we could have been using to, to make our own lives better and thus making our own options better. Because <laughs> what, what do they say? Quality attracts quality. So when you find yourself feeling like I need to chase people, Let's just work on ourselves because that will inherently, you never know if, if it's something like you want to take a class to get better at something, 
you deciding to rechannel your energy into taking a class to better yourself, you might meet somebody else there. And it's probably someone who's more comfortable for you because you're already in a place where you obviously have similar interests. So just slowing down and allowing people to present themselves to you and listening to them when they're telling you who they are, be that through actions or words, but mostly through actions, and um, allowing yourself to bring some of that energy back into your own life and prioritizing yourself in the meantime. Yeah. I love it. And if you can believe it, we are at time, you guys. We are like over an hour. Isn't that crazy? So I have a few announcements before we go that are super important. So number one, tomorrow at 11, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, we'll be live here on YouTube for a global cell activation for the love frequency. This was a direct call to action from the Ashtar Galactic Federation yesterday. And I will be joined with some of my colleagues. So please, please, please join us here tomorrow. Put it on your calendar. This is a major activation of your cellular structure um, in preparation for the frequency changes that are coming up over the next few weeks on our planet. So that's one thing. The other thing is we have a webinar on Thursday at 1 o'clock Mountain Time um, that is about the Ajatakasa app. I'm actually going to teach you how to use the community app, how to be a part of our social community, how to contribute and how to use it literally, logistically. So if you have not yet registered for that event, you can go to lisamgunshore.com. It's been coming across the screen. And at the very top, there's a little announcement bar. Click there and register and you will be getting Zoom information tomorrow. This is a live event on Zoom. It's a free event. Um, so please, please, please join us for that on Thursday as well. So that's Thursday. So the global activation is tomorrow. The webinar is on Thursday. Um, Marlena and I are both in the Ajatakasa app, of course, and we have a group called Team Tarot. So join us in Team Tarot. We have plans to do some things with this in the future. We're just, both of us have some personal world organization we're doing right now, but we're going to be definitely bringing you guys some fun things over the summer. We're going to be back sooner than what's on the schedule, I think, probably, don't you think? On our YouTube schedule, we'll probably be back sooner um, than that. And um, the activation, Eve, is one hour. So it'll be uh, an hour-ish. Um, it'll be, we're going to try to keep it to an hour. So keep that in mind. So um, Marlena, what do you got for everybody today? Any announcements or shares? I mean, I'm, I'm still, I have my Etsy shop. So if anyone didn't get a reading today who wanted a reading, I do recorded readings on Etsy, or you can book a live reading for me either through Etsy or through the link that's showing on the ticker at the bottom of the screen. Um, my, my recorded readings run anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. Sometimes they run up to 20, depending on how talkative I am. Obviously, I <laughs> I have a lot of words. Um, but yeah, you can get those in their same day readings. They, If you're going to get one, I would recommend getting one today because I will probably have my, my shop set on sold out for the rest of the week because I have a lot going on this week. Um, but yeah, I, I have that available. Like I said, I'm on the Ajatakasha group. I'm also on Instagram. Anywhere you want to look for me, try checking out IslandWise and you should be able to find me. So I always love Tarot Tuesday. It's the biggest pick me up. I, I always like my cheeks are hurting because I, I smile so much during during this call. So yeah, I just hope everyone has a wonderful week. That's all. Yeah. Uh, well, I love you so much, Marlena, and I'm so glad that you're here. I love it too. I always love Tarot Tuesday, and like I said, we have we have more to come. So just um, we're glad you guys joined us. We had such a great audience today, and um, love you so much. And um, I will see you guys tomorrow for our global activation. It's actually a big week. We have global activation tomorrow. Thursday is the webinar, but we also have Andrew Bartz's Galactic Historian on Thursday afternoon. Mm -hmm. So kind of a big week here on Buddhist Biohacker. So um, see you guys all soon. Much love to you, and um, have an amazing day. <laughs>